Welcome back to COVID Demoted, a Surplus Media podcast special covering the global pandemic of COVID-19. Uh, we're back with Jeremia Lodi, who is here in Montreal. He is self-isolating at home. And um, we've called to Italy to speak with some some folks there. And I'm going to turn it over to Jeremia to speak with them in Italian and to help us to understand what has been going on. Thank you, Jeremia. Thank you so much, Ted, um, and thank also to Tiziana and Giorgio, uh, these two friends of mine uh, that uh, are based in uh, the region of Toscana, Italy. Uh, it's a famous uh, uh, region uh, of Italy. They live exactly between Siena and Grosseto in the countryside. The, f- the first question I pose to Tiziana and Giorgio is, what uh, do they know today about coronavirus? that uh, they wish they knew 14 days ago. Mi piacerebbe aver saputo prima la pericolosità di questo I wish I'd known before of the dangerousness of this disease and that we were already at risk of contagion before that the first official cases appeared at the hospital. E soprattutto il fatto che eravamo già in pericolo Maybe I would like to know also how easy this virus is transmitted from person to person. The speed of transmission of this flu is the same of uh, any regular flu. It is enough really to just sit next to somebody and um, just a kiss or a hug, and uh, that's enough really to pass it to somebody or get it from somebody. Statistics say that the virus is dangerous for people who already have health problems or that are older. But in fact, also younger people can be affected by the virus and have serious problems. How dangerous is uh, the COVID-19? Is it something that is dangerous only for elderly, people older than 65? Or is this uh, a virus dangerous also for uh, other parts of the population? Yes, indeed. And moreover, it looks like the age of the severe cases coming into the hospital is getting lower. Even among 40 years older, it's possible to count some severe problems, such as pneumonias. How did you perceive the uh, actions and limitations that the government of Italy uh, set in place? Initially, we perceived the problem as limited only to certain areas of northern Italy. However, later, when we saw that the government issued law decrees more and more restrictive and concerning larger and larger areas, to the point that eventually the whole of Italy has been declared red zone, at that point we understood that the situation was severe. Because certain things were not expressly prohibited, but left to the common sense of people, they have been perceived as, well, if it is not clearly denied, it means that it is something allowed. But in fact, no, because eventually many things have been prohibited because people did not understood that actually they were dangerous. 
Sì, sì, perché comunque eh, il sistema funziona, funziona molto bene, i servizi sono... Yes, because the system works, and really well. Services are granted, the controls to respect the rules are really tight right now, and few people are transgressing the rules. And however, there are prompt controls, therefore the feeling is that the things work really well. The feeling is that the situation in the hospital is really serious, and yet we will make it. What did you learn from this time of uh, seclusion at home? Um, and what do you hope that uh, um, will be different when all this story will be passed? Ti chiedo scusa ma mi stanno arrivando dei messaggi di, da parte di un amico su Bergamo e... I apologize, but I am receiving certain messages from a friend in Bergamo. Many people are disappearing, even neighbors of when I was a boy. So, I don't know, I let it send a reply. I am a bit upset right now. Allora, io spero che... I hope that people understand that we have to slow down. It would be already something very beautiful for everybody and especially for us. First and all, because already now we are witnessing some effects in nature. We live in a rural area, even outside a village. We are really in the midst of the countryside. Today it was a wonderful day. I think I've never seen in my life a sky as clean and breath such a clean air. So, I can just imagine in the cities. I don't say to stop, but just to slow down the things we do daily. You realize that you have much more time during the day. That you can do many things, and that it is also beautiful to be bored from a certain point of view, if you want. And you have more time to think, to reflect, and to put at the door those things that at the end of the day you realize that are not important. I read this morning two news when I woke up. The first one is that in Turin, on the highway, because there were no cars, cows were grazing. And the second is that last night in the main square of Sassari, there were boars. Because as soon as the humans let go, nature takes back its spaces. We must let her do it, because it is important for ourselves. Jeremia, scusa per prima, volevo aggiungere una cosa. Questa esperienza... My apologies for before. I wanted to add something. I believe that this experience is teaching us about how many things are unnecessary and that you can let go of and how much is important to reappropriate of time, of nature and of the human components. The important thing is that you all start right away to protect yourself. Don't lose time. Start to stay home. Niente, ancora da tutti noi, eh, grazie Tiziana e, e Giorgio per questa condivisione e spero di sentirvi presto. Anche noi. Ma anche noi. Un abbraccio grande. Aumento di distanza. <ride> grazie. Cioè, Giorgio says, a big hugger, holding a one meter distance. Eh.
We are back with COVID Demoted, Surplus Media's podcast special during the global pandemic of COVID-19. We're here with Jeremia Lodi, who is in Montreal, and we are on the phone with Barbara in Italia, in Italy, uh, and uh, we're connecting with her to learn a little bit more about what is going on in Italy, the country with the second greatest impact from this pandemic so far. Jeremia, what can you what can you tell us? Thank you very much, Ted, uh, again. Uh, yes, we are here with Barbara. Uh, Barbara actually uh, comes from one of the regions, actually the region that has been most uh, affected by the coronavirus, that is uh, Lombardia. And yeah. uh, we would like uh, to pose uh, to her some questions. So the first question is, uh, um, what is uh, that you know today about the coronavirus that uh, you wish you knew what she wished she had known was the awareness to not underestimate uh, the gravity of his situation, uh, perceiving it as something that was really far away. Because first, the, the pandemic, but at that time was just an epidemic, uh, was uh, taking place in China, but it's really far away. And then, all in a sudden, the first case in Italy was a Codogno, that was just 70, 70 kilometers from where Barbara lives. After uh, the virus appeared in Codogno, little by little became closer and closer. So it first appeared to Bergamo, that is 15 kilometers away from, uh, um, from where she lives. And then little by little became closer and closer until uh, the major yesterday or today said that uh, also in uh, the first case uh, appeared in Botanunco, that is uh, uh, just a small town. Che il primo caso di Bottanuco è stato uh, è stato ieri. I was checking with uh, with Barbara, but uh, still uh, it's interesting how even in the same region there are still places with different really different degree of contagion. Like uh, in, uh, I was surprised to hear that uh, in her town the first case just appeared yesterday, because for instance in uh, in uh, in the town nearby my parents, uh, Nembro. We have already had 100 people that passed away uh, because of the virus uh, on a, over a population of uh, 5,000 people. So a, a town of the same size of, uh, of uh, Botanuco, that is Barbara, and uh, that uh, there are two towns really not far away from one another. And uh, like probably between Nembro and, uh, and Botanuco, there are 30 kilometers, but yet uh, they have they are experiencing really different uh, um, Different, different. Uh, let's say, phase of the of the of the wave. 
Esatto, ma come dicevo prima, che io auspico che gli altri paesi imparino dall'Italia. Yeah, 14 days ago, it's a, it felt something really far away, and now it's, a, it's really close. And so she wished uh, that uh, from the beginning she had awareness of what was important to be everybody uh, careful about it. And um, at the beginning, when uh, the first uh, request from the government came out, they said, oh, come on, uh, is it really necessary to, uh, to be isolated, to uh, stay so far, to close down everything? And uh, only little by little, they got the awareness that, yes, it was important. And, uh, and she wished now that uh, other countries and other places would have this awareness sooner than, uh, than it happened in Italy. You, as many other family, found yourself to have to all speak at home uh, at the same time with uh, Barbara as uh, an husband and two children. How, how was that for you? And what do you think the difficulties are to be confined at home for you and maybe for also other families? Devo dire che a noi sta andando bene. She considered her family quite lucky about this situation. Because says that uh, they are all together at home, and that's uh, comforting actually for her. Like uh, usually her, uh, her husband uh, works uh, uh, 500 kilometers far away from home, so he's away for the entire week. But uh, actually her husband took the decision to uh, uh, work from home even before uh, the pandemic exploded in Italy, one week and a half ago. That's when uh, they start to brainstorm. I think, like, oh, actually, the situation is actually escalating. So we have to we have to do something as soon as we can. And that's when he decided to to come to work at home. Luckily, their house uh, provides different spaces, and so her husband works uh, from the from the bedroom, and uh, uh, her 12 years old daughter works from the studio uh, every day she has uh, classes on hangout and like bro like broadcasted uh, from the school and then her younger son and uh, herself uh, they, they they use the what what is left of the house they go around and uh, they the, the boy does his homework and they find time to see a movie together uh, and to do the other, uh, the other task they have to do. And then the, she has now the time, more time to clean up the, the house and reorganize uh, and to get rid of uh, all the things that they don't need anymore and to make more space. The children are also part of this process. And then, Insieme ai bambini anche. I asked Barbara if uh, she thinks that is, uh, if she is particularly lucky or if it's the same easy to other families. No, 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 non è così facile. Uh, no, uh, she, she says that, uh, um, um, like maybe from what she hears from friends, like uh, somebody jokes like saying, oh, you know, maybe we will survive the coronavirus, but uh, at the end of it, we'll be divorced. And uh, uh, because uh, because still it's not uh, it's not easy uh, to be confined all in a, in a, in a small place. In, in the light of this, uh, in this conversation, she she feels particularly particu particularly lucky to be in this in this uh, situation where everything is uh, is uh, is good at her place. I think that's a very real uh, real situation when people are yeah we'll be inside together for weeks and weeks on end, and it does put a strain on relationships and. It's, uh, it's a real concern for people. È vero, e quindi bisogna, come dire, cogliere l'occasione. Yes, you are 
uh, you are obliged to confront certain dynamics that uh, before you wouldn't probably you have arguments. And so since you're all together, says, okay, since we're all together now here, let's talk about it. Let's uh, confront it. She says it as is uh, uh, to take it a chance, uh, to use this as a chance to, to tackle these dynamics that I couldn't do otherwise. Mm. I, I wonder myself, uh, observing what's happening in Italy, uh, if uh, sometimes we are prone to do a lot of things in our lives, even to sometimes to just escape certain fears or certain questions. And, uh, but when uh, we have to stop, we have no other way to confront them. And I wonder how many people out there uh, actually are well equipped to, to cope with uh, the situation of, uh, of uh, uh, compulsory uh, stillness. Sì, io penso che dipenda anche dal, dal momento emotivo in cui ti trovi, dal, dal tuo equilibrio. I, I am in, a, in this state also because all my relatives are safe. Like my mom is 93 years old, but I know she's safe. She's in a safe situation. There are many people in this situation whose relatives are, are not in, in, in the same situation. Um, and if... Uh, if uh, maybe I have a, a, a relative, a parent that is in the hospital because he's sick, and if maybe in, in certain towns, as is happening in certain towns, but uh, the only sounds that you hear is the sounds of the ambulances in the street that keep on passing. Really, the only things that you hear in certain towns right now is just the sound of the ambulance. Of course, it would be, it would be a different situation. In fact, uh, yesterday I talked to my mom, and uh, she was really upset uh, yes, uh, because her, her brother, her little brother, he is uh, in bed. Uh, he was volunteer on the on the ambulance until one week ago, and uh, but then uh, he he contracted the COVID, and now he's really he's really down. He's really in bed, and uh, uh, he's really fighting. He's really fighting it. But my mom is oh. particularly scared because uh, my my uh, my uncle had. Uh, an heart uh, attack like two years ago and uh, he's really a strong he's a strong person he used to be an athlete but uh, you know he has a he's a medical condition and uh, and so also the, the also because another of her cousin just passed away for um for the coronavirus so uh, like in a in a couple of days i i hear my mom from being all considered in uh in a, in a good uh, in a good state in a good spirit yesterday she was really really more uh, concerned and upset, uh, so yes. uh, things can change uh, really fast. Yes, sì, 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 esatto, esatto. So, Barbara, the last question then is, uh, um, what, uh, um, what, what does this uh, situation taught you and what do you wish uh, to be different when, uh, when the, this uh, crisis will be passed, will, will be mm. gone? Mm-hmm. Beh, allora, cosa mi ha insegnato? Io eh, spero di imparare for, for a vedere le herself, cose. Barbara says that uh, she wished to have learned uh, to pay attention to some things that uh, before they were easy to pass without noticing. Says, for instance, talking to her child or to have a conversation with her partner, with her husband, like uh, observing certain things. And she says that uh, um, these things that are feel small in daily life uh, and that it's easy to, to let them pass. But now that uh, she lives in a microcosmos, like I said, uh, in a microcosmos, everything becomes big all in a sudden. So things that before passed unnoticed now are at the, for at the forefront of, uh, of their attention. 
for what concern is society uh, surrounding her, uh, Barbara, um, wish that um, uh, a sort of uh, growth and expansion of the, uh, the collective awareness uh, and the awareness of the, of the group. Una sorta di accrescimento della coscienza di gruppo, se posso dire così. So we've been talking with Jeremia Lodi, um, with uh, friends in Italy. Um, we've been speaking with uh, Tiziana and Giorgio and Barbara and Jeremia, who is here in Montreal. And... Uh, and our thoughts are with Italy and uh, and with the whole world that is facing this pandemic. Thank you so much, Jeremia. Thank you to you, Ted. Uh, have a great uh, continuation of the podcast. Bye. Bye for now. Un po' di giorni, mio marito mi tratta coi guanti.